It's time for the Auntie Bronwyn Show! Auntie Bronwyn, Auntie Bronwyn, she knows all the answers. Hello and welcome to another chat with the world's favourite auntie, Auntie Bronwyn. Hello, Auntie Bronwyn. Hello, James. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And yourself? Oh, it's really good down here. Lovely weather. I couldn't be happier. What's going on oh, up there? Lovely. Oh, it's lovely up here too. It's been very nice. Very, very enjoyable indeed. Brilliant. And what have you been up to? Oh, I've just been out and about doing some radio and television, which has kept me busy. So it's very nice. Lots of new clients and customers and lots of new listeners, which are all very nice to listen to. Brilliant. You must be the busiest auntie I know. Oh, I don't know about that, but you know, Mrs. Jones is quite busy as well. Apparently, she is. Oh, she's very busy. <laughs> well, I hope I'm you're not sure what, but she's busy. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. So we have some questions for you. So you're going to be quite busy for the next ten to fifteen minutes, I'm afraid. Uh, there are a lot of people asking you questions. Are you up for asking some, answering some questions for us? Auntie oh, yes, I am indeed. Yes. Brilliant. Okay, so I'm going to chuck you straight in here. Uh, let's see what we've got in the bag here. Oh, this one's from Angela. Uh, so Angela says she comes from a very religious home environment and is getting her down. What can she do about this? Oh, hello, Angela, dear. Thank you for writing in. You know, it can be very, very difficult coming from a very religious family, whereas it should be loving and kind and generous and understanding, but they can be dictatorial. I know I've come from a little family which is a bit the same, but they weren't that bad. But, you know, it can be at times it can be very lonely and frustrating because you're dealing under the commands of other people. You do this, you do this, you can't do this, you can't go here, you can't see that. Why should you do this? Oh, and all these kind of things and it's very very frustrating you didn't say how old you were dear but you'd be very very careful because if you're of a young age you've got to live at home so if your parents are very very sort of bombastic in the religious way then just watch what you do and just play your cards because eventually you leave home and be able to do what you want but don't be frightened of challenging them don't be frightened of saying you know i'm not happy in this environment and it's you that's making me not happy because if they love you they will be shocked and think oh we don't want our daughter to be unhappy we don't want any of that at all so just say it to them listen to your parents i'm not happy in this environment i feel stifled i can't create i can't do what i want to do i don't know what i i you're you're holding my arms and legs and i can't go anywhere it's not a very it's not a very religious family in fact it's dictatorial all about you and it's not giving me the freedom to actually do things and give back to society which is what life's all about it's giving and taking and not just sitting there wallowing in somebody else's understanding so be very careful but just tell them, be honest with them and do it in a nice way even if they get upset, just do it because you'll feel better, you'll feel stronger and you'll get it off your chest anyway Angela dear, I hope that helps a little bit and God bless you love all the best Angela uh, Paul has a similar situation here he writes, Auntie Brahmin, my family are strict and domineering and I feel I'm missing out in life indeed even on my potential career what can I do? Oh, hello, Paul. Thank you for writing in there, too. It's just a bit like we were saying to Angela. It's very, very strong when you are actually in a family environment and it's you've been dictatorial. You can't do this. You can't do that. 
You've just got to be honest about yourself. You didn't say also how old you are, which makes a bit of a difference. But nevertheless, you've just got to be honest with your parents and say, look, you're doing this. You're telling me this. You want me to get on in life, I presume. I presume you want me to be happy. I presume you want me to be healthy. I presume you want me to have a nice relationship when I get older. I presume all these things. But if you're holding me back, what can I do? You're hindering not not loving me. You're hindering. This could be a failing of yourselves, not a failing of me, but your own insecurity, your own failing, your own lack of understanding. In fact, indeed, it's very, very selfish wanting to do this and do that and don't keep saying it's for your own good because you haven't a clue. You haven't a clue. It may be in your heart of hearts what you think it's going to be, but it's not. Because the reality is, I'm not happy at home being in this environment with you saying this. And if your parents say, well, if you don't like it, you can go. Well, this, you, it won't happen to that extent, I'm sure. But nevertheless, if they say that, you know where you stand. So when eventually you come to leave home, you can do so. And you think, right, I know where I stand in life now. But be prepared for that. I'm not saying it's going to happen because most families it never gets to that at all but if it does you understand and you understand where you're standing life too so just do it but don't get angry don't get annoyed don't lose your cool keep the love in your heart because that is essential it's very essential Paul to everything you do in your life so I hope it works for you dear and all the best I see what we've got here uh, we've got from Sunil here, um, also an interesting one. He writes, Andy Bromwin, I'm living a lie. I'm gay and indeed have a boyfriend. But as far as my parents are concerned, I'm straight, single, and going to marry an Asian girl. What do I do? Oh, hello, Sunil. Well, first of all, Sunil, you're not going to marry an Asian girl, that's for sure. <laughs> and the second <laughs> thing is, you've got to be you. You were born in this world to be you, not to be anybody else, not to be your parents' idea of who they want to be, not to be some figment of their imagination, not to be a figment of what they want you to do. You're not a puppet, you're not a marionette, you're not a doll. You're a human being, you're entitled to a life of your own, and it doesn't matter who you are where you are, what religion you are, you're entitled to it all. You're entitled to be just the person you are because that is the lovely person you are, Sunil. And I'm sure you're a lovely boy. So you've got a boyfriend, you've got someone who loves you, so that's very, very nice and dear. I know it can be difficult at times, specifically with Asian families. They can get a bit upset about all these kind of things, particularly if they come from an old world scenario. But nevertheless, just be yourself. If you want to tell your parents and you feel you need to, fine. If you don't, don't. Don't feel pressured to do these things because if you feel pressured for no other reason than you think you should, don't do it. But if you do, understand the consequences what could happen if they go off the rails and they start shouting and screaming. Don't join in. Just allow them to shout and scream because they don't know any better. That that's the way they are. But you must be yourself at all times. You must understand it's your life and stand your ground, dear. Just stand it because this is your future. You're entitled to a good future. You're entitled to love. You're entitled to whatever is out in the world. You go for it and be yourself. Okay, Sonil. God bless, dear. All the best, dear, my friend. These are just getting more and more complex as we go. I've got one here from Sarah, Auntie Bowman, and she says, 
I've had an affair whilst on a business trip. In fact, I've met the man again. I love my husband, but I'm torn between what to do. Oh, Sarah, I've heard this story so many times from so many people in all different type parts of the world. And you know, there is an answer to this straight away. It's very simple. You know exactly what to do. It's the chap you met on holiday. Otherwise, you wouldn't be asking the question now. It's the chap on holiday. You don't let your husband down badly. Just get it over with. Start again. Don't string people along for your own stupidity and insecurity. You met this chap on holiday. It could have been a fling, but it's more than a fling. You've met him again. So don't say to me, I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. You're just frightened to do it. You want somebody else to say, oh, you've got to do this. So if it all goes wrong, you can blame somebody else. There's no blame here except your own. So just get over with it. Do what you should do and finish it right now and let everybody have a better life. Okay, dear. All the best. Wow, I didn't see that coming. That's uh, that's some pretty powerful stuff. Wow. So um, we've got one more here uh, from Anthony. He writes, Andy Bronwyn, when I was young, I did some not so nice things to say the least. I really deeply regret them all now, but I just can't get it out of my mind and it's driving me mad and spoiling my life. What can I do? Oh, Anthony, you know, we all do things in our lives which we regret. But you're a lovely boy because you've actually written in and you're full of remorse. And that shows you've got a lovely heart. You've got lovely feelings within you. You're a very lovable person, Anthony. Don't let regret and guilt solve or solve all the problems you're going to have in life. Don't let it tear away your inside because it doesn't do any good whatsoever. Regret and guilt have no part in life. They don't change anything. You can say, I regret doing this and I'm guilty about that, but fine, wouldn't you have said it? Let it go because it doesn't do anything. We live today, not yesterday. We live today for tomorrow. And tomorrow is where we're going to walk and going to live and going to love and enjoy our lives, not yesterday. We don't look back because we don't go that way. We look forward because that's the way life is. Forward, it's ahead of us all the time. So don't, whatever it is, no matter how bad or how, how silly or stupid it was or how you were, that was then, not now. You live for the person you are now. You're not the person you were then. So just enjoy it. Life, Anthony, forget about the past as best you can. You can't totally forget it, but put it at the back of your mind and enjoy the beautiful things which are ahead of you because that's what you're going to do. See these beautiful things, enjoy them, and make the best of it because that's what's all ahead. All the good things, all the best to you, Anthony. God bless, my dear. Anthony, I hope that helps. Um, well, I'll tell you what, we've got a massive bag of letters here, haven't we, Auntie Bowman? But we haven't got a massive bag of time. So I, what I suggest is we'll leave this bag right where it is and we'll come back next week and we'll continue ruffling through them for some more questions. What do you say? Oh, yes, James, dear. That sounds a very good idea. Yes. Okay, right. So we'll see you next time, Auntie Bowman. You take care. And you too, James. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Auntie Bowman, Auntie Bowman, she knows all the answers.